Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you have pen and paper because I'm going to explain to you something that you weren't aware of. Welcome back to the Underground Undisclosed Bunker. Did you just burp? No. I'm glad you didn't burp into the mic. I appreciate it. Well, you know what they say about radio, nine-tenths of good radio is preparation. The other part is just making sure you don't burp in the microphone. It's, you know, it's sad how true that is. So we're coming to you with another episode of Tinfoil Radio, episode 28, seven months. Seven months. Months. In the back. I'm Michael Kane. Uh <laughs> show's already off the rails and we just started. Michael Kane. Uh yeah. so what we're gonna do with this episode is gonna be a little different. Don't worry, the title is correct. We will be talking about that pretty much the whole entire episode. Dole say. Yes. Dole say. Make sure we say looked it up way. on YouTube. And well, I, I even went to the Santa Fe. Any dumb motherfucker who's been to a French restaurant and had the Dulce de Leche. Can say, yeah, you know what's Duh. funny? I didn't even know that existed. I've never, I don't, I don't believe. I worked in, at a French bistro. And yeah, well, I, balls. I hate the French, and I refuse to eat their food except for Freedom Fries. Chris Robinson from the Black Crows came in and got escargot. <laughs> he was playing in town. Nice. He's really fucking skinny. Anyway, yep. Today we're going to be talking about Dulce Base, all the crazy stuff that happens. I, it, there's, it's a lot here. I'm surprised we got to fit it into one episode. I didn't. Want to necessarily do a two-parter just because a few weeks ago we just did a two-parter on Bigfoot and I don't want to, you know, fatigue people. Sadly, this will be the end of Weird Summer. But Although most people could have done without the second part. True. Yeah, especially the erotica. But uh, <laughs> this will be the end of the Weird Summer, but trust us, you're going to really love the stuff that comes out after that. Do but we have the bumper? Do we have the music? Well, we always have the music, but now is not the time to play it. Before we get to oh, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have to do something similar to when the air quotes documentary came out on Facebook called Plandemic. We took time out of an episode to briefly talk about that. Do we want to talk about how the President of the United States just effectively floated the idea of uh, postponing the election? Well, um, how much more even dictator do you have to get before you stop Tyler. supporting this piece of Tyler. shit? Tyler, he has no authority. He cannot change. Oh, it. I know. Yeah, I know. Anyway, we're going to do, gonna do yeah. something very similar where current events collide with the episode that we want to do. So today. Was Plandemic made by this doctor? No. It was a different one. Is no. she involved at all? No. Okay. But it's no. the same bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. We're going to be talking about Fucking <laughs> Stella Emanuel. Dr. Stella Emanuel. She is a doctor, uh, but as I like to call her, and a lot of people do, Dr. Demon Sperm. So, it's really annoying that we have to do this, but here we are. We don't want to completely derail the show for this, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. similar to how we handle pandemic, we're just going to dissect the stupidity very briefly. Okay. All right, so Dr. Stella Emanuel, or as you may know her as Dr. Demon Sperm, went viral this week. She was a part of the... 
Pun intended. Air quotes, White Coat Summit on Capitol Hill. None of which were frontline doctors at all. No. Not one. She, she was surrounded by other, air quotes, doctors. Pieces of shit. <laughs> spouting off about the, tr- the power of Trump's favorite drug. Completely refuting their own Hippocratic oath to do no harm. If you can no- do no good, then do no harm. Yes. Well, fucking you guys broke yeah. it, didn't you? This is a drug that has been proven not to work. I don't care what any idiot on Facebook will tell you. It has been proven by real doctors. Now, look, she is a real doctor, sure. In a, in a definition sense, she, she went to the school and, and got it. But uh, it just doesn't add up. So she goes on to say that masks don't stop the spread and hydroxychloroquine is the answer. This, of course, made her the star of conservative social media. Because if it's anything to own the libs, even if it means killing people, it's all about owning the libs. By the way, Herman Cain, how did that work out for you, buddy? Oh, and if you think that's insensitive, too soon. if you think that's too soon and insensitive, he should have wore a fucking mask. Should have worn a fucking mask, and he signed a waiver that said, "Hey, if you die, if you die, it's not our fault." Yeah. And you were like, "I'm cool with that." Another similar person that. So did I this? I have no sympathy for you. I'm sorry, everybody who's on social media going, "Don't wear a mask." If you get COVID and then die, I, I'm laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I hate that you're dead. I wish you were smarter. No. And I'm not trying to make light of the man's death. It no. is sad. But he brought it on himself. You had every fucking expert telling you, wear a mask, social distance, don't go to fucking rallies. Yeah. Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Emmanuel also claims that she treated hundreds of patients with COVID-19 and none of them died. False. Her treatment was hydroxychloroquine and zinc. False. By the way, you know who was pushing zinc as a uh, COVID uh, medicine? Alex fucking Jones. So trust me, this goes deeper than you think. I it am doesn't not even help you during flu I, season. I, I I used to take like zinc, like when I was drinking heavily. I was like, oh, I'll take a zinc tablet every day, and I won't because drinking breaks down your immune system. Oh, you know, I, yeah. Fuck, yeah. I got sick all the time anyway. <laughs> but that's what's so funny about this. There is no connection, as far as I know. There's no actual connection to Alex Jones and Infowars. But I'm just saying it's <laughs> it's hilarious that she mentioned zinc too right. to go with the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, so, so there you go. Uh, she said that no one needs to die and that the virus, the virus has a cure, hydroxychloroquine. Uh, you're right, no one needs to die, but unfortunately all the fucking idiots that you're cozying up to. Yeah, this is why we're attacking this woman, and we'll get to this, but this is what drives me so up a wall about it. So very similar to Plandemic, this was spread like wildfire. It reached 13 million views on social media. Thanks to people like the President of the United States. Dumb fucker. Sharing and retweeting it. <sighs> and I, after, hope, I hope our Republican listeners will stay for the Dulce base because it's really interesting. Yes. And again. But Trump is a dumb real, motherfucker. I'm serious. So for real this time. Yeah. I will put a time code in there because trust me, you're going to want to stay and listen to the Dulce base. Right. And if you want to skip through this shit, I totally understand. And I Promise I will really do it this time. I really will. But I, I, put I, I honestly, my opinion of you, if you still t- support Trump, is just like mayonnaise. You're you're the level of mayonnaise intelligence. Hey, sorry, I I'm like, sorry. No, I'm I'm ins- I'm upset you insulted mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise. Right? How Sh- dare you? Uh, Should I say miracle? <laughs> so after a few hours of fame on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, those companies finally stepped in and took the video down. Predictably, Gee. this caused right-wing grifters to rally behind right. the video and repost it. Because what did again, she say? Oh, we'll get to that. Cool. Because, again, we want to point this out. It's to own the libs. 
PragerU and Turning Point USA, which are both garbage companies, uh, ju- just to name a few. Turner, and yeah, I'm yeah. sure I haven't checked, but I'm absolutely positive it's floating around Alex Jones's band dot video. Uh, <laughs> of course. This is uh, this is why I'm so pissed. These people are actively putting their own fans at risk. They're putting their own listeners and viewers at risk. So you're killing your base, by the way. Cool. Real cool, buddy. But to recklessly post this, that's completely unfounded, has any proof to recklessly post that. And by the way, you know who hosted that White Coat Summit? Fucking Breitbart. Derp. Breitbart. Hey, did you know that uh, um, Blackwater is uh, sending people, or it was uh, behind all the protesters? Yeah. In Portland? So t- we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, here's the last segment that we want to talk about. And here's why we need to cover this because Dr. Stella Emanuel believes a lot of batshit stuff. For example, she believes that alien d- DNA is used to make medicine. Not making that up. She also believes that batshit, interestingly enough, ironically, helps. Um, Genital warts. This is how we got here. I think. Stella. I'm just kidding. We don't know that. Oh, there's Stella! more. There's more. According to Manuel, Emmanuel, the government is run in part by the reptilians. Also, masturbation is a sin that lets demons into your life, and the demon sperm will make you sick. That's why. Wait a second. No, because I've been clean for a long time now, and uh, I, I, I still masturbate. Um... You know, my demons, and my personal demons, I've overcome them. So, are the demons from masturbation good demons? That's, that's what you got to think about. Here's what I have to say to step into her belief. Uh, so, she's saying that demons get brought in if it's by yourself. Masturbation is not okay. But if you have sex while married, oh, God Jesus will Christ. watch over and protect Shut you up. from the demon uh. sperm. To which I say, wait. God is omnipresent. Wouldn't he be watching me jerk off and have sex? I mean, it doesn't really matter who I'm fucking me Sometimes or... Sometimes I get kind of embarrassed. Like, I wonder if God's watching me right now. Oh, he's definitely watching. This fucking giant bottle I'm just saying, KY I don't room. want Dr. Stella to make me a cuck for God. I don't want to cuck the Lord. That's a t-shirt. Don't cuck the Lord. So after the news of her video being pulled, what she said moron. she yeah. went to Twitter to say this, quote, which is funny that she says this on Twitter, quote, <laughs> this is all a direct quote, hello Facebook, put yeah. back my profile page in videos or your computers with, not will, with start crashing till you do. She goes on to say, you are no, bi- you are not bigger that God, I think that she means than, I promise you if my page is not back up, Facebook will be down in Jesus name. So God and Jesus will crash the servers for doctor for I'm because down with of Jesus doctor, and I'm uh, still Stella. on Facebook. Is that what that means? Actually, I wouldn't be against Jesus taking down Facebook. Yeah. How, what's what's the worst that could ca- happen out of that? It'd definitely be better for everyone's mental health. At the end of the day, we're done talking about her. I just want you to understand and I'm sure a lot of people do, probably a lot of our listeners, I would hope all of our listeners understand how irresponsible and reckless this is, especially when you are president of the United States. And it doesn't help. It started with his son, Don Jr. And so what? If you're going to go on and bitch that Twitter suspended who your account for a couple hours- Who drove with his girlfriend who had COVID-19 back across the country from South Dakota to fucking Washington, spreading that shit all the way, by the way. Yeah. So don't, don't believe this shit. Trust people like Dr. There's Fauci. There's nothing gay or feminist about listening to experts and protecting your life and the life if, of your loved ones. Yes. If, if, Fuck. If you 
if you want to believe doc communist if you want to believe dr D- uh demon sperm over a doctor with 30 years experience with conf- uh infectious diseases i have nothing for you you're a fucking idiot and you probably don't wear a mask, and you probably end up with this virus and very sick. I hope your will is in order, and I hope that you left your family enough to bury you. Yeah. And Sorry. the worst part of all, it's fucking selfish. That's the Basically. worst part of this. Dude, it's irresponsible and selfish. I was at fucking Casey's just now, getting fucking cigarettes. And these two stupid motherfuckers not wearing masks are like right behind me in line like it's not a fucking pandemic Mm -hmm. and i literally turn around i'm like guys and they're like what And i'm like step the fuck back there's a pandemic going on and i said step the fuck back and they were like oh whatever and i was like fucking dumb fucks i paid my shit and i left Mm. but i was like you dumb fucking pieces of shit and this is why i I hate iowa and this is why i i'm behind uh mask mandates because clearly people aren't smart enough i was the to put a fucking mask on only state, by the way, that is not not only uh, has a mask mandate, but also is forcing kids to go back to school in person. Uh, there's only one state that is doing both of those things. Iowa. Well, welcome to Dulce Base, bitches. Dulce Base time. So, 1221. God, I'm pissed now. I'm telling myself. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the timestamp. So, the real episode starts at 1221. So, Tyler. One. Take it away. But before we do, guess what? For the what? last time, oh, it's time. Nope, maybe next summer. But yeah. It could be an event. Teaser. Yeah. Weird summer 2021, is that what you're saying? Anyway, for the last time, let's hear that bump music. It's a weird, weird, weird summer. What the fuck? It's weird. I don't know what's going on, oh my God. Weird, weird summer. Because there's Murder Hornet. What? What? Oh, shit. Tinfoil Radio, episode 28, the Dulce Bass. The Dulce Brought to you by the dulcet tones of Tyler Allen. We really, really wanted to get that right. Intro. I was saying Dulce. Dulce. Dulce uh, de leche. Dulce. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Wait, listen, speak English, man. (laughs) Fuck the French. Sadly, it's time for the fun of Weird Summer to end. Fuck. However, we don't want you to go away empty-handed. We're talking about something that is a perfect finale for Weird Summer. Summer. Summer? We're talking about the Dulce Base. Space, space, Um, Pigs in space. The Benowitz story. Dulce Base is believed to be an underground lab that is the home to many alien species. Many ufologists claim it is run by the government and even housed the reptilians. Yeah. So where the fuck do we begin, bro? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, this starts with Paul Benowitz. Benowitz was a firm believer in UFOs and anything, everything extraterrestrial, so probably a ufologist. Yeah, well, yeah, he was. I don't think was. you can get, like, a degree. Uh, I think you just call yourself that. This is what I love about Dulce Base, and you're going to see this. You're going to see another name pop up that you've seen before, mm-hmm. and we, we'll... When we cover other things with aliens, you're going to see these names show up again. Dulce Base is kind of at the heart of everything that comes with aliens. So the Majestic 12 is tied to this. Area 51 is tied to this. There's a whole thing about John Lear. We'll briefly talk about him here, but there's a whole other episode we could do on his Lear hypothesis that has to do with Bill Cooper. And so it, it, it like this is just the beginning. It is a big I like to think of it as a tree that just has all of these branches coming out with every uh, everything else. So this is what makes this so fun. Yeah. 
He claimed that there was a plot involving an extensive amount of UFO bases that are tied to alien colonization and a plan to subjugate the human race. Son of a bitch. Um, did it involve billionaires? Because, I mean, that, that would have been really easy. <laughs> I mean, we're living it now, just, man. Just saying, man. Hey, get, and, your, get your politics out of my summer. Get your summer. goddamn weird summer, man. They took our weird summer. In 1979, Benowitz was convinced he was intercepting electronic communications from alien spacecrafts and installations around Albuquerque. No word on whether he thought they were coming through in his fillings or the tinfoil hat that he was wearing. (laughs) By the time the 1980s hit, Benowitz was out of his fucking mind and convinced he stumbled upon a secret underground base that housed gray aliens and humans. Okay, so it's referred to as the Greys. Yes. Uh, and 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 we'll kind of lean into this and talk about this more. Um, the Greys are workers for the reptilians. I don't think it's like a slave master situation, but I definitely think that Greys are subjugated to the reptilians. I don't know, and I'm sure there's stuff that goes deeper into this about the the class system in Dulce Bays. What I understand about is that the reptilians are not aliens; they're uh, from another dimension. See, there's and there's multiple beliefs on this, and we'll talk about because uh, I have among a s- them the correct one that there's no such fucking thing. <laughs> there's a source that I have in this episode that talks about, and I want to get this book, but I don't know if I want to pay for it. <laughs> there's a book called um, Ancient Serpent Gods, Ooh. and they believe that reptilians are related to dinosaurs, and they come from the ground. So it's like backwards Scientology. So we'll, we'll cover the reptilians. I might save it for Weird the Summer dinosaurs 20. dinosaurs were depressed. And Weird Summer 2021, and maybe. And Xenu put them in the volcanoes. Yeah, man. That's what I love about this shit. Don't say base. Dude, you don't even know. We have alleged first-hand accounts of the base. Oh, can't that wait. Well, let's get to it. A good portion of this episode. Similar to the Majestic 12, this theory about his under- underground base uh, spread like wildfire amongst the UFO community. Because they're rabid you for You can this tell... The education level in the UFO. Hey, stop that. All right. (laughs) Unfortunately, after years of trying to prove that the Dulce base exists, Benowitz went crazy and was shipped off to the loony bin. That's not PC, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) According to UFO. Really? I don't care. I'm talking about demon sperm, and you tell me I know. Whatever, man. I'm just saying mental health, mental illness is nothing to joke about. (laughs) According to. I almost got through it. According to like, yeah, why don't you pop some pill? No, I'm kidding. Right. According to UFOlogist Bill Moore, remember him? See last week. Yep, he, exactly. He, he pushed Benowitz into a mental breakdown by feeding him false information about aliens? Really? That's what he claims. What a fucking dick. From what I could find, there was no evidence that he actually did that, but that's what he Even if he did, claiming. why would you be proud of that? Why would you Yeah, why would you say that? Dude, you know what I fucking did last week, man? You know, okay, you know Benowitz. You know he went fucking, yeah. we, yeah, he set him up, right? So so maybe the mastermind behind the the, the uh, Majestic 12 conspiracy has to be involved with Dulce Base. Because again, that's, well, that's the thing. It's, it's only a certain group of people that run Bill around Moore's in circles. Like the, yeah, Bill Moore's got like the highest level of clearance like in the whole I, UFO honestly, community. Would, and he's just feeding bullshit to everybody. That's part of his job. I would say it would probably would have been Bill it's Cooper. All real. When Bill Cooper was alive, because he did a lot of speaking engagements, and that was and that was like right before he... But, see, Bill Moore's not that famous, so it works. Yeah. It's a plausible deniability. Yeah, he's not. he wasn't Bill Cooper. I know how real conspiracies work. John Lear in the Weekly World News. UFOlogist John Lear caught wind of the story and really ran with it. 
He claimed to have multiple independent confirmations that Dulce Base is real. And after flying in the jet named after him in 1988, no. famous tabloid <laughs> magazine. Stop embellishing. The Weekly World News released an article entitled UFO Base Found in New Mexico, alongside a, an article that was titled My Mom Had Sex with Bat Boy. <laughs> That's what I love about this story in particular. I love the Weekly World News. Yeah, and I love that it was brought up in Men in Black the movie yeah as that, that was how all, they found yeah, aliens that's all like actual shit yeah, yeah that it was real that was a great yeah a little yeah, uh, a little, little fun nod. thing and i remember seeing that stuff as a kid uh sitting next to the tabloids and that's the thing is weekly world news always grabbed me more than any of the people stuff insane. right yeah. like one of them was like they found hitler's penis in right. a jar or something and, yeah and it was like you could snort it or some shit. I don't know. Right or like, uh, yeah, like uh, uh, King Tut was like, you know, uh, um, his secret lover or some shit like that. And, and it was, it was, it was always funny. And again, this is the thing that I want to say. I don't want to be mean to these people uh, in a way that I think that much similar to um, the God. I fucking forgot his name again. The guy that the the guy who fucked up with. Two, two e- Bigfoot. Or, but, it's fuck. Balsinki, Bals, something like that. Yeah, sure. The guy who fucked up with the two Bigfoot sightings. Yeah. Uh, so guy. I do think there's some people in ufology that really believe in aliens and they want to like f- see if it's real and figure this stuff out. I think it'd be cool if it was. Yeah. But I also am logical and a critical thinker, which is sorely lacking in yeah, today's society. But, Holy shit. Yeah, but... They they're also grifters, man, and that they're mm-hmm. all grifters. I mean, Bill Moore, if it's true, makes up the Majestic Twelve stuff, and then drives a man insane. So, and wouldn't you want like? I mean, it, it, clearly everybody who everybody's marketing themselves to some point, to some degree, and everybody at some point wants to be able to market themselves doing nothing or little to nothing or something that they love. And being able to live off of it. Like saying hydroxychloroquine Unfortunately, works. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are, are willing to exp- to hurt other people mm-hmm. to get there. I'm and not. I don't blame. As you'll see at the end of the show. I don't blame Weekly World News no. at all. Because no. they that's their business. They post really crazy tabloids. That's the whole point. That's the fun of it, yeah. yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> Assholes. Yeah. What? What? John. Again. John Lear has this thing called the Lear hypothesis. It was not named after the jet, <laughs> which we will cover, where he goes in deeper with Dulce Base and Majestic Twelve, and I kind of want to dedicate a whole episode to it, but I'll briefly explain what it was. It was this thing called the Lear hypothesis, where he said that Dulce Base is real, because he again he has all these reports, air quotes, and Majestic Twelve is real, and the Majestic Twelve created the Dulce Base. So humans could be traded to the aliens because we'll find out later that they want to do experiments on us and make yeah. hybrids or whatever. Yeah, chimera, as a uh, uh, Alex Jones would say. Listen, our chimera. And in exchange of that, we would get alien technology. That is a very brief uh, explanation of it, and I could be a little bit wrong, but that's essentially what John Lear is famous for. So he will come up again on our show at some point. Um, so the article was UFO base found in New Mexico, and the article claimed that the base had, quote, diabolical invaders from another solar system uh, have set up a secret underground base in the rugged mountains of northern New Mexico so they can Shanghai human guinea pigs for bizarre genetic experiments. No uh, r- word on how aliens know how to speak Chinese, unquote. The Shanghai? 
<laughs> right? Why why would you use that of in all an article about aliens? To use. Uh, what, okay, what is it? Abduct? Abduct is fine. And why do you use guinea pigs? What the fuck did they do to you? Yeah. They're cute. Uh, so while you might think this is crazy oh, awesome. and you got your usual grifters with uh, Bill Moore and John Lear, mm-hmm. they aren't the only ones that see some weird shit in Dulce Base, which I want to kind of fucking move to New Mexico because I just the, the people that live there probably I want to go to so Taos and find the source of the hum. <laughs> I want to go to Albuquerque and and do like the Breaking Bad Better Call Saul tour. You know and then how we many, can end it with know Dulce how many Base. People do that though. It's so cliche. What, what are you going to do? Throw a throw the pizza on the roof? Is that what you're going to do? No, I'm not an asshole. Hey man. You know they had to stop tourists from doing that. I know. It's That's funny. why I said I'm not an asshole. Uh, but no, no I I, I, just, I would go yeah. to Albuquerque because of the Weird Al song. Albuquerque. It's interesting that you bring yeah, up we'll, Weird Al. We'll get to that last of the show. Uh, stay tuned. So, Gabe. Okay, so uh, Gabe Valdez and the cow mutilations. <laughs> Benowitz. Yeah, Benowitz wasn't the only one to have a run-in with Dulce Base. The first quote uh, report. Of Dulce's existence comes from all the way back in the 1930s. Holy shit. But as we just told you, it wasn't until the 1970s that people heard more about it. New Mexico State Trooper Gabe Valdez reported about unexplained cow mutilations. He made appearances on local radio and dedicated his life to investigating the mutilations. Yeah, so he... he, uh, This is a guy, I think... Now, the, the we do have clips of Gabe, and they're going to be great, but... He is an example of someone who I don't think was a grifter in this. I don't think that he was doing anything that he was doing I for think, money. Yeah, I think he came across. Uh, not sorry to interrupt, I, I, but I think uh, he came across something unexplainable mm-hmm. and was trying to get yeah. something, some light shed on it. Like, hey, this is bad. What if? I mean, what if whatever's doing this like decides to start on humans? Yeah, and dude, when you come up on a mutilated cow corpse, it's gonna be fucking metal a but b it's gonna be metal be terrifying have you seen have you like and i don't have any to show you because again (laughs) we can't do video right now and i'm sorry we're doing our best the thing the thing i ordered to fix everything out of order out of stock out of stock so who knows when you'll actually get to do that episode or do video again but regard i digress maybe maybe they're counting their I've looked at Lucky some, of, yeah. I've looked at some of the pictures that he had of the cow mutilations because it wasn't one Do you occurrence. Have any Can you show me? No, I didn't save them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but it's it it's uh, there's a plural there. There's an s mutilations. There wasn't one occurrence. Yeah, yeah. That that's even worse. Like you're driving yeah. along and you're like do 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 do, and all of a sudden, holy shit, there's a mutilated cow. Yeah. I think by the third or fourth, you're like, great, another mutilated cow. Yeah. You're not like as shocked, and but still, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and and the interview that <laughs> some other state trooper, <laughs> the interview that I found and the clips that we'll play from that interview, honestly, he seemed like a nice, humble, down to earth guy that again thinks that he got caught up in some crazy shit. That he thinks is really unexplainable and pretty scary. And it also doesn't help that you live in New Mexico because Roswell had already happened at this point. All this stuff with all with that, it already existed. So this place is already weird enough. Yeah. So again, I don't I don't Gabe Valdez, I think, was an honest dude who got mixed up in some crazy shit, and I think he got in too deep, and so he really started believing Oh man too deep. I was thinking of the the Sum Forty One song. I just stopped. I just stopped wanting to see you anymore. I'm sorry. 
All right, so tell us some more about Gabe Valdez. Let's talk about Gabe Valdez. Let's talk. Valdez sort of became a local celebrity. He even made appearances on the History Channel's UFO Hunters. Now, this show, they posted full episodes of this show on YouTube. And I want to start doing conspiracy commentary, and I want to watch this show uh, because, my God, man, some of these shows, some of these... I just want to see you. Oh, <laughs> messing with the computer. Uh, some of this stuff is just fantastic. So here's clip number one of That's where he Gabe said Valdez. this. Yeah, he said this on UFO Hunters on the History Channel, which this is probably the start of the end. This and Ancient Aliens is probably what really hurt the History Channel, but here we go. <laughs> In my profession, you have to focus on uh, physical evidence. And the physical evidence that we found... Uh, it doesn't come from outer space. I Can just you tell love us what the music. Found? Gas masks, monitoring instruments, radar shaft, and helicopter activity. Finally, something tangible. And from a New Mexico state. This is one of the talking heads on the show. Now, this is a story from Dulce that I can get behind. What I found out, they were coming and marking the cattle ahead of time, and then later on they'd hit him with a tranquilizer, and then they'd take uh, the lymph nodes out of it. The lymph nodes were consistent from each mutilation each case. Then they would take more stuff out to kind of confuse people. And what about this argument that it's just coyotes or ants or some wild animal that's killing the cattle? Coyotes don't wear gas masks. Coyotes don't wear gas masks. Which is what then led him to say "Oh, yeah. this. And they left a fetus inside the animal. A fetus? Yeah. A fetus? A cow fetus? No, it looked like a human, a monkey, and a frog. It didn't have any bones in the head. It was all full of water. <laughs> so, again, uh, I, yeah. s I still like Gabe Valdez. Liked. Uh, we'll talk about that. He did pass away in 2011. Yeah, Val Valdez also shared more things of the story, like shadowy black aircrafts, he, which he, he of which course, he does in that in that segment were, as yeah, well. Sophisticated spacecraft. Sadly, Gabe Valdez passed away in 2011. Yeah. Uh, again, I this guy to me, and I think you said you were on board too, and, and you're with me on this. He was a he's a good guy. I don't think he, good good guy. I don't think he met any ill will by his investigations. I think he was legitimately worried about his community because he was seeing these helicopters. He was seeing these weird cow mutilations and things like that. Yeah. So, but I do want to talk about the fetus story because the one of the guys, uh, and I didn't put it in the clip because I think that says it all you need to know in that little clip there, but. One of the guys was like, I don't know, man. Uh, I, you see this happen all the time. You see cows get born with eight legs or two heads. Yeah. It happens. There's some anomalies with, with animal birth, and it's just crazy. It's fucking creepy as shit. But there's a piece of the, the cow head that you see that's like a white piece that he insists is a human ear. So the theory is these cows are being mutilated to incubate the hybrids of human alien hybrids and that that's and they, they kind of run away with that idea of that <laughs> which isn't a bad idea i'm a spacefaring race with infinite technology and 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 knowledge and the first thing i want to do is 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 splice myself with a bunch of fucking idiots on planet earth no yeah why? Yeah. Why? Well, and that's another thing. I, the issue I run into—they're in, real good drinkers, and we can't drink yeah. beer unless. <laughs> yeah, 
It could have been, but the, and that's the thing I'm, I'm running into. When I think of the reptilians, from what I've heard about them, is they're these all-powerful beings sure. that are supposed to be so strong and so smart, but why would they need, and if that's the case, why would they want to mix with humans? Why would they want to create these human-reptilian right? hybrids? Or it, even if it were the Bread greys. for their skills and magic. Right. Even if it were the Greys, why would you want to do that? Because we're going to find out some crazy fucking shit about the Greys here in a little bit. Greys have been fucking. But it, 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 this is the big, one of the problems I have with Valdez, because he's so sure that this was not a cow fetus. And it's like, and, the, and the, what that one guy said about the, the, the coyotes. And yeah. he's like, well, there were gas masks and these things. Like, why would they do that? Are they insinuating that the Greys... Because they've been underground, haven't adapted to the the environment of Earth. Were these were these people that were just running? Were the reptilians making the Greys do scouting missions and kill cows? <laughs> and if knows? that's the case, why would they tell the? Why would they let the Greys leave the shit behind? If I'm the reptilian dude, I'm like, hey man, hey, we're not supposed to be here. Hey, you're fucking hey, up. Hey, hey, did you ever think maybe? That you shouldn't leave the remains of the human-cow hybrid, human-alien hybrid, on the side of the road to be picked up by a goddamn state trooper? I'm sorry. Well, now we're going to execute you. Yeah. That's exactly That's what exactly happened. That's exactly what happened. Because it's, it's, if it's not the, the reptilians that are pissed, it's the humans that are there. His name was Gleep Glorp. <laughs> and the and reptilian he... was called Rex. Also, and by the way, what I saw of the fetus, that was absolutely just an unborn calf. Yeah. To me, there was no way. He's like, there was no bones in the head. I'm like. And he was from Nebraska, so he should, you know, know better than me. <laughs> but when he says about this, this, the head not having bones, I'm like, oh, like an undeveloped skull? Ah. Maybe, you know, because you know babies have soft heads, fontanel. right? Fontanelle. At least. It is fontanelle. At least human babies do. Yeah. But. It's, what about human uh, human alien hybrid babies? We don't know. We don't know. I'm still thinking. I still want to run with the idea Skulls of these these fucking grays that were scouting this, and then they get back to the base and like, oh man, that was good. That was a good fucking mutilation. Yeah. Why are we mutilating him? I'm not quite sure, but you know, we got to do it. I got it. We the reptilians. We're just gonna fuck with the locals. But you know what? And if they do find it, we'll just we'll just say coyotes did it, right, Tyler? And because yeah. you yeah. remembered, yeah. you remembered. The gas mask, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I kind of noticed that you didn't have yours. Did you? No. Did you remember to bring it? No. Oh shit! You know you what? Didn't I didn't bring the it, gas mask. I left mask? it at the site. You didn't bring the fucking. I left ga- it at oh, the my site. God. Fuck. Zoltar is gonna fucking. Oh, he is gonna tear me a new one. And even though it's very pleasurable, it's t- it's long. You know what I mean? It takes a long time. <sighs> you know, shit, you man. Know, I've been known to fuck no, up on I, purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Not this time. You think Zoltar, King Zoltar is going to be okay? You're fucking mad. And then we got to deal with those stupid-ass ape people, the humans. Is that human? Is that their name? Whatever, fuck them. Human. I, <laughs> my human friends. And then the next thing they see, they get, well, they get cable down there. And then they see it on the news. and like, who the fuck is Gabe Valdez? <laughs> who is this asshole? That prick is going to end us. Why man? are we watching a channel about stuff that we already know about? Although, I suppose if we saw, like, an alien... Uh, uh, doc- documentary about, about us, yeah. then yeah, I'd be like fucking stoked. Uh, TV show idea. The alien. You know hu- we're gonna make a tinfoil TV skit where yeah. we're really shitty gray aliens. <laughs> the alien human battle of Dulce. Oh, Tyler. Yep. This 
I just got a, I just got a little chubby. This next two parts of this sh- this episode are gonna give you a chubby for sure, buddy. It's fucking crazy, and fucking we, ha- we have more audio clips. We have the clips. Let's get into the alien human war. Human. Somewhere, somehow, someway, we have another player in the story of Dulce Base. Philip Schneider. Schneider was an engineer with high level security clearance. Quote. Who claimed in, uh, yeah, quote, high-level security clearance. Air quotes. Sure. That's without intention. Who claimed in 1979 uh, he participated in the building of an underground base in Dulce, New Mexico. Schneider claims that he was very suspicious of the project. This came to a head when he noticed Green Berets and Special Forces. Why would Green Berets, first of all, Green Berets, they're like... They're like Navy SEALs. They're special kind of soldiers, man. You don't bring them in unless some serious shit's happening, man. Yeah, you don't bring them in to guard shit. That's what's weird about it. That's what's so weird. Don't you understand? You're the best of the best of the best of the best. We only trust you to, like, go into a heavily fortified country full of enemies and execute the one guy who fucking blew up our buildings, dude. By the way, after you're done with that, we're going to need you to guard the Kmart. And then you're going to cut to Gray Jake and Gray Tyler. They got fucking Green Berets in here, man. Those guys are dicks. I saw that John Wayne movie, man. These guys are hardcore. That's all they have down here. How is that possible? Because John Wayne's a pussy. Oh. Schneider became even more nervous when he saw that they were drilling in the base. The drilling was made to create a network of tunnels. He was... They were looking for the mole, man. Which God, he said he was nervous about the wrong drilling, conspiracy, Schneider. But that's what he was there for. He's an explosive engineer. He's there to blow shit up. So he was like the guy in. Uh, he was like the guy in Better Call Saul. Well, no, he's the demo guy that you bring into like fucking. I know demo but, yeah. stadium. But yeah, they don't tell them what they're building. They just right. go, "Here's what you do." What but he do. was getting. I think what what, and I can't speak for him. But what I gather from it, I think the whole idea is he was nervous because he saw the Green Berets and Special Forces, and then they then they brought him in to you know blow shit up and and drill deeper into the ground. Why are we going into the ground? Well, if they're looking, yeah, if they're, I mean, and and we'll get and we'll 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 keep talking about this, and I'll have my own kind of analysis of it at the end of the uh, and anal anal analysis. Uh oh. Despite his concerns, Schneider still did his job. Because he's an American. American. His job was to go down into the tunnels and collect rock samples. From there, he would recommend explosives for the said rocks. One fateful night, Schneider came face to face with a seven-foot-tall, stinky, gray alien. Those are his words. So, here is the first clip. And this is a... a, a (laughs) One of the many conferences that why stinky gray? It's kind of like no, last he week said when they he, were like we were at this no, pr- specific restaurant. No, he said that it was the worst smell he'd ever smelled in the, in the thing. But he makes his rounds at these conventions, much like Bill Cooper. Uh, so here is par- part one. By the way, there's three cuts of this because it's just it can't it gets better and better. So here's his first. Here's Phil's explanation of running into the gray alien. In this process, I was lowered down the basket of one of these holes, and about from me to this elderly woman here in the front was sitting a seven-foot-tall alien gray. The stench was worse than the worst garbage can you can imagine. Uh, the person was at, or the entity was absolutely horrible. I didn't waste any time. I reached for my pistol. At that time, as an engineer, I didn't have time to carry all the folder all of one of these big the submachine guns had all the sea spray and the yellow fruit and the, all the uh, 
outer perimeter and inner perimeter security people carried, I carried old Walter PPK pistol with a nine-shot clip. <clears throat> this is in late August of 1979. Now, you got a regular suit of clothes, you got a regular clothes on, plus you're in a almost like a spacesuit environment, and you're reaching for a gun. It's it's not the easiest thing to do, and then to pop a clip in it and start shooting. And I killed two of them. Yes, they're mortal, and they do die. <laughs> oh, man, I, dude, I don't think I, you, I, I, I don't think you understood how fucking ecstatic I was that I could find him talking. I, about I want, it. I want to read the last two sentences, or the last part of that paragraph of this paragraph because. It directly almost refutes what he just said. Out of fear, Schneider quickly grabbed his pistol that he was carrying and shot the alien. Not two. Before Schneider could now, react... again... Uh, again, a, blow, a blue bolt of this, plasma blew This off. could also be a typo on my part, but from uh, what yeah, I found in research versus what he said... Does he have no fingers on one hand? Yes, he does. He oh. does have two missing fingers. It's his uh, pointer and middle finger. Weird, but he's also an explosive expert? Whoa, whoa. Hey, now... That uh, that uh, that makes too much sense. Acting fast, a Green Beret took out the alien, but it would cost him his life. So, again, we'll talk about this. So he quickly grabbed the pistol, shot at the alien. Mm -hmm. Then he said, and this is what I, again, this could just be what I'm, I'm taking this from a source. So the source could be misinterpreted what he said. Uh, but what I was, what I found in my research, and then this is what I found. So there's, I think they line up. I just think I wrote them in the rundown differently. So he says he kills two of them. They can die. Then I write that he, uh, they, they, he, before he could react, a blue bolt of plasma blew off his fingers. Now the bolt, it could be a ball. Point is it was just a blue bit of plasma, like a plasma rifle shot, something like that. But that's what I was thinking. I was thinking he got shot by a plasma gun. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. Well, you're, you're Phil, Phil's about to tell you. Oh, okay. All I remember is that he just kind of waved his hand in front of his chest, and like the next this, thing I know, like rubbing it, like you're rubbing Vic's rub on your chest. And every, uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna start this over. Jesus, stop interrupting the guy. Here we go. One more time. Take it away, Phil. All I remember is that he just kind of waved his hand in front of his chest, and the next thing I know, this blue beam hit me and just literally opened me up like a fish. And every, uh, burnt burnt my fingers right off of me, and it was some form of electrical force because the kind of like hit being hit by a lightning bolt burned all my toenails off of me, uh, completely crispy crittered my left foot, burnt the shoe right off of me. Um, all I remember was the smoking remains, and I'm laying almost I'm still conscious, but in and out of I didn't remember much. I think it's very important to leave the part where he says I didn't remember much after that. Um, yeah. Though, well, there's there's more. That Greenberry wasn't the only one to lose his life that night that we were well, talking well, about. Well, well, oh. well, I, I, I don't want to bury the lead here. Because there's another clip. <laughs> this is the last one, and this is him explaining. I, I literally, like, that was not the reaction I wanted to give because it's not how I feel. But, but honestly, I just gave the whole, you like, love clips. really, clips. You love clips. I know. I know. All right, so, yeah. Go, uh, he said that after this happened, a Green Beret stepped oh. in and violently defended him. Right. And there was a, a Green Beret that was right behind me, 
risked his life. In fact, he died. But he risked his life. He shoved me back in the batch and hit the button and took me up. And I wouldn't be alive talking to you today if it wasn't for him. I'm forever indebted. R.I.P. 66 Secret Service agents, Green Berets, Black Berets, crack troops lost their lives because the government, our United States government, lied, lied did not tell us anything about the alien threat. So, yes, the Green Beret wasn't the only one to lose his life that night. Other Green Berets were alerted to the death of their fellow Green Beret, and they jumped in to fight. And there's disputing numbers. There's some that say 66. There's some that say 67. Who knows? But, yeah, they jumped in to fight. Yes, Jimmy Carter. Can you stop killing our crack troops? They aren't easy to come by, and it takes a lot of money to train them. And also, they're Americans. Will you stop? We don't like getting our people killed unless they're, you know, communist, liberal. Why don't you stop lying about the alien threat? Yeah. Yeah. That Green Beret wasn't the only one to lose his life that night. Other Green Berets were alerted to the death of a fellow Beret, and they jumped into the fight with all the firepower they had. But it was Almost no match for the Greys, who were shooting blue bolts of plasma from their fingertips. So they were like rubbing their chest, shooting. Sounds gross. They're like, well, what he described was like rubbing their chest, rubbing their hand in front of their chest. And I, what I was saying when I kept interrupting it, I like to think like it looks the motion that he was making was like they're rubbing Vicks vapor rub on their chest, which by the way is fucking awful. I hate that shit. It stinks, and I don't like it. Just like that guy said about Spider-Man in Spider-Man 1. The same plasma that took Schneider's fingers was turning the berets inside out. Oh, yeah. In, even still, the Green Berets managed to cause the Greys to retreat back into the complex. Over 60 humans and many, many aliens No were number on that. In the conflict. Conflicting numbers. So, Philip Schneider and I don't... Yeah, what's his name? said 66... Yeah, and there's some that say 67, some that say 68. It, you know, the number kind of varies. They don't. None of them actually have a number. I don't want to continue with this until we get a straight number for the uh, the Greys that were in that conflict. But this is just unbelievable. Like Philip Snyder, whatever you may, he this guy I think really believes what happened because he's missing the two fingers. He's talking about how he has gashes across his body from the attack and things like that, and. At the very least, he's one hell of a storyteller. Because I know we were kind of chuckling at this, but that was a really cool action scene if it was in a movie. Could you imagine? Also, it? can I, like, the tone of his voice and everything, like, even though I don't really believe what he's talking about, the tone of his voice is not somebody who's uh, being sensational. No, he's not or being sensationalizing yeah. and it's, something that happened ag- or making it up. Again, he, he truly does, yeah. It's, it's very similar to Gabe Valdez, where I'm not saying that this, this whole conflict happened. But I'm definitely thinking that these guys thought they saw something. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, who? because these underground bases exist, and the reason for them existing was the Cold War. You know, uh, and I'm not saying that definitively, but I'm saying that these underground bases do exist. And the, yeah. and the reason they do is because it was during, you got to think of the time period. This was still during the Cold War. There was still the threat of nuclear warfare, so they had to build something underneath the ground to avoid the radiation. Uh, so those, I think these do exist, but I think that Philip Snyder was so scared and paranoid about 
the Cold War that he thinks he saw an alien. And I definitely think he shot at something. I don't think he shot someone, but I think he shot at something and had an experience where he was freaking out about all of this and really believed this stuff happened and you he got knocked out. out. Man. Now, as far as the number of 60 people dead, I don't know how that happened or what happened. It's I don't know. It's between 60 and 70. That's all we know. That's all we know. And also, Philip Snyder's life was very similar and to Benowitz. He didn't go completely crazy, but he did kill himself. And so it's the whole Epstein didn't kill himself narrative of like, well, well that's awfully suspicious. Well, no, honestly, I think, honestly, you know, being critical and, and, and uh, what's the word, and, and not jaded, but, um, you know, skeptical. Um, what I think is that he suffered some sort of, you know, whatever, Traumatic on the job, something, yeah. and it led him to believe to create this scenario where he was part of this drastic huge human and alien battle yeah. and and at some point um after being told no evidence exists and, and everything like you know he finally was just like well i believe that it happened this is my life everybody told me everybody's yeah. telling me that it didn't that everybody that matters i think realistically what happened i could see him killing themselves yeah <clears throat> and i you know we're not trying to mock what he did or no we're not at all trying to minimize terrible. his suicide i'm thinking that mental no, illness yeah, had yeah. a part of it and just convinced him because mm -hmm. our brains lie to us all the fucking oh, yeah. time no hey dude, tyler you're really good dude, looking. i absolutely <laughs> <laughs> you're a great songwriter dude uh oh i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i love you um no, I totally agree with you. I, I, I think by the way that he's talking, I think he just like Valdez. Right. I think that he believes what he saw, but my mind and Valdez we, is like trying to explain what he saw with yeah. And then yeah, Schneider has this, and with Schneider, I think what happened was he's an ex. You mentioned it. He's an explosive engineer. He blew his own f fucking fingers off. I think, but I think what happened was he thought he saw gray, and the smell could have been sulfur or whatever's in the ground who knows yeah that stench he was but definitely I think underground he saw something yeah. and he shot at it and probably hit an explosive and blew himself up that's probably what really happened but for him and maybe it killed a bunch of green berets in the process <laughs> and so he wakes up with his fingers gone and a bunch of and dead a bullet dudes missing from his gun and a bunch of dead people and a bunch of dead people yeah and he's like well the green berets must have beaten him back because he'd already had the suspicions of the Green Berets and already had the paranoia built in. So I think that's probably the most logical thing. And again, I don't want to disparage both these men. Both these no. men lost or lost their life. Both these men passed away. And I'm not trying to disparage what they did because I don't think they're Bill Moore. I don't think they're John Lear. I think that they had really crazy and traumatic experiences and their brain tried to develop a way right, to deal with it right yeah it, 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 yeah ptsd and it dealt with it in a certain way and gave them that you know whatever um but uh have you ever seen the movie fire from the sky i have back not. in the 90s but it's about it's about this guy who uh he, him and his buddies are in vietnam and they're like out on a road one night and he gets kidnapped mm -hmm. and he's gone for like uh months and when he shows up again he's like malnourished and dehydrated and and like covered in scars and shit and they he starts having visions of what happened and he was abducted by aliens and he swears to god that it happened but maybe he just got lost and his brain just had such a dramatic traumatic reaction and here's you know what let's go one further and go since we are tinfoil radio sure let's go one step further what if what if it wasn't 
a reaction to something traumatic. What if it was real? What if some mental illness in our society uh, is is people being revealed of the veil in front of our in between us and other dimensions, and they can't handle it, and so they and develop mental illness. Well, now you now you sound like Joe Rogan talking about DMT. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, because that's the kind Think of about it. that's the that's the thing is. There's that speculation that when you take, I really believe in Mothman. Why? Because the veil was lifted yeah, for a moment for that there's person. There's no, there's no evidence of Snyder taking psychedelics like LSD or something. But maybe somebody does take those and sees those things and experiences Listen, them. I've taken enough stuff to expand my. <laughs> I've mind. taken enough. Acid. I haven't seen any aliens. Which, by the way, if you haven't, you know, and I wish I would. If you haven't smoked some weed or ate some edibles or done some acid, this would be the episode. Should we pause? To do it. Well, yeah, because you're going to want to really pause. take a drink a few beers. Oh, dude. Maybe take some psychedelics for this next bit. And I'm by sober, the way, and I might drink some beers. Since we're telling the story, we're going to take turns each bullet point. So, oh. Let's talk about the horrors <laughs> of Dulce Base. The horror. The horror. The horror. Oh. Okay, we've done a lot of talking about the speculation behind the base. We haven't really gotten into the details of the base itself yet. Take what we're about to share to you with a grain of salt. Yeah, no shit. This is coming from the website reptoids.com. <laughs> Re- regardless, this is from the case files of James Rhodes. No relation to War Machine. As far as you know. This is another guy that allegedly worked at the base. His name was Tony Stark. Sorry. He mentioned a man named Thomas Edwin Costello. No word on if he had a friend named Abbott. Thomas was a high-ranking security officer at the base. In 1961... Costello was a young sergeant stationed at Nellis Air Force Base near Las Vegas, Nevada. His job was as a military photographer with a top-secret clearance. He was later transferred to West Virginia, where he trained in advanced intelligence photography. He works inside an undisclosed underground installation, much like this bunker. (laughs) Dang. And due to the nature of his new assignment, his clearance was upgraded upgraded to TS-4. He remained with the Air Force as a photographer until 1971, at which time he was offered a job with Rand Corporation as a security technician. And so he moved to California, where Rand had a major facility, and his security clearance was upgraded to Ultra 3. Holy shit. Damn. This would make a lot more sense if I... <laughs> yeah. The following year, he met a woman named Kathy. They married and had a son, Eric. And uh, Kathy only had double secret... Uh clearance sure yes yeah in 1977 thomas was transferred to santa fe new mexico where his pay was raised significantly and his security clearance was again upgraded this time to ultra seven holy fuck man ultra seven his new job we're just gonna say that (laughs) his new job was as a photo security specialist in the dulce installation where his job specification was to maintain align and calibrate video monitoring cameras throughout the underground complex, and to escort visitors to their destinations. Once arriving in Dulce, Thomas and several other new, quote, recruits attended a mandatory meeting where they were introduced to the big lie that, quote, the subjects being used for genetic experiments were hopelessly insane and the research is for medical and humane purposes. You should have said, big lie. Damn. Beyond that, all questions were asked on a need-to-know basis. The briefing ended with severe threats of punishment for being caught talking 
to any of the insane or engaging in conversations with others not directly involved with one's current task. So like every job you've ever had. Pretty much. Venturing outside the boundaries of one's own work area without reason was also forbidden, and most of all, discussing the existence of the joint alien U.S. government base to any outsider would generate severe, and if necessary, deadly repercussions. Damn. <laughs> Thomas did his job and his superior... <laughs> Thomas did his job as his superiors demanded. At first, he encounters... At first, his encounters with actual gray and reptilian beings in the base were exhilarating, but soon he became acutely aware that all was not what it appeared to be. They're wearing masks! <laughs> Why are you guys... Oh, what man, does this guy keep fucking asking us about the cow mutilation? Dude, if I have to eat a live rat again in front of him... Fuck. Jesus Christ. This prank has gone too it's far. It's not easy being a gray. <laughs> it's not easy being rep- gray. That was one of the reptilians eating the live rat. Like oh, movie. I thought we were the greatest. Well, they're both. Uh, well, no, they're different. Okay. No, I'm saying he dealt with oh, both. God. It's sorry. like the movie V. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas slowly began to sense that there was an underlying current of tension existing between some of the personnel and himself. Once in a while, he would walk around the corner interrupting serious discussions between coworkers, and as Thomas was a security officer... These talks would die off into a short murmur, and individuals would part company. One particular part of his job was to go into various areas of the base and align the security monitoring cameras when it was necessary. This afforded him the opportunity to venture out and witness things that would stagger the imagination. Later, he was to report seeing laboratories that investigated the following. Auric. 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 I don't know. Like our aura like fields, aura? aura, aura, the auras, energy fields of humans, astral or spirit body voyaging and manipulation, psi studies, PSI, advanced mind control analysis and application, human brain memory recognition, acquisition and transfer, matter manipulation, human I- alien embryonic cloning, what? rapid human body replicating by use of energy or matter transfer. Complete with an individual's memory from the neural network computer memory oh, bank. shit, man. And other scientific in- advances. So, in other words, we've been killed and resurrected every single day this whole year. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a giant thought experiment from Dulce Base, and they're like, how far can we push the fucking envelope <laughs> before these people start killing themselves? Once in a while, Thomas would see some of the horif- horrifying genetic creations that were housed in separate sections of the base. Kill me! <laughs> Stop! I, sh- I shouldn't be! Oh, get out of here, man! <laughs> These, he knew, couldn't have had anything to do with mental illness or health research. Thomas didn't want to look any further, for every time he discovered more pieces of this underground maze, it became more and more overwhelming to accept. His curious mind, however, implored him to search for the truth, regardless of his own desire to turn away in horror. Which, of course, if I saw this shit, I would want to know more, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be like, oh, fuck, and try to, mm. like, dive deeper into this? Yeah, or, I or mean... would you run away? I don't know, man. Honestly, like... I don't know. I, I would like to know if some of this stuff is true, and I would like to have some evidence, but I know that probably getting that evidence would probably be risking my life. Yeah. Because of security clearances and shit. Who knows? I mean, I might go home and just, you know, be abducted by stormtroopers in the middle of the night. No, we don't live in Portland. We don't live in Portland. Hey. Actually, no, there's a mass arrest in Omaha. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Anyway. Yeah. One day, Thomas was approached by another employee who ushered him into a side hallway. Here he was approached by two other gentlemen that whispered the most horrifying words. The men, women, and children that were said to be mentally retarded were, in fact, heavily sedated victims of abduction. (gasps) He warned the men that their words and actions could get them in big trouble if he were to turn them in. At this, one man told Thomas that they were all observing him and noticed that he, too, was, quote, uncomfortable, unquote, with what he was witnessing. They knew that Thomas had a conscience, and they knew they had a friend. And then they had picnics with cookies. (laughs) They were right. Oh. Thomas didn't turn them into the, his commanders. Nice Instead, job. he made the dangerous dis- decision to quietly speak with one of the caged humans in an area nicknamed Nightmare Hall. Through their drug-induced state, he asked their name and their hometown. Thomas discreetly investigated the claim of this, quote, insane human during these weekends out in the facility. He discovered... <laughs> Through this research, through this search, that the person had been declared missing in their hometown after vanishing suddenly, leaving behind their traumatized families who followed dead ends and trailed flyers. Soon, he discovered that many of the hundreds, perhaps unexplained, am I on the right? hundreds, perhaps thousands of oh. men, women, and children were actually listed as missing or unexplained disappearances. Thomas knew he was in over his head, and so were several of his co-workers. All he could do until somehow the situation changed was to be alert and extremely guarded with his thoughts. The gray aliens' telepathic capabilities allowed them to read the minds of those around them, and if he revealed his intense anger, it would be all over for him and his new friends. Damn. Holy fuck, we didn't even think about that. They're doing right? all sorts of mind transfers. Shit balls. In 1978, tensions within the Dulce base were extremely heightened. Isn't this around the time that uh, Schneider... Yeah, this is, the, this is referring to the alien. Oh, okay. Several security... Wow, so there's another account. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Sorry, Phil Schneider. We thought you were crazy. Several security and lab technicians began to sabotage the genetic experiments. Increasingly frail nerves and paranoia finally erupted into what is commonly referred to as the Dulce Wars. <laughs> so, what I, here's what I noticed in this research. So, what I thought was just Phil causing the confrontation... This is saying no. The confrontation had been brewing already because the the sabot- they've been sabotaging this shit. So who knows who's telling the truth? Yeah, um, nobody. It was a literal <laughs> battle between the reptilians and the humans for the control of the Dulce so base. That's Dude, another- you broke your fucking caps lock on this one, man. <laughs> so that's another. <laughs> also, this is just copy and pasted from uh, Oh, gotcha. Okay. Reptoid.com, okay. which not my. By words. the way, they're the people that believe of the underground reptilians. Uh. So they're saying it was reptilian and human. It's disputed that it was just greys and humans. It could have been reptilians, greys, and humans. So for the sake of argument, we'll say it was both. Okay? We'll play devil's advocate. It was the reptilians more than the humans that were pushing the big lie! Lie! (laughs) Lie! And insisted on using humans in their experiments, and those who did not survive the experiments were used as, quote, sources, unquote, for the liquid protein tanks which quote, fed, unquote, both embryonic gray fetuses as well as full-grown grays as a source of ex- nourishment. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Southern Green is people! <laughs> the initial Dulce War conflict began on level three. So before you go on to the last part here, yeah. um, you're talking about um, Reptoid.com, right? It's a website. Yeah. Reptoids. Sorry, it was an S. Right. Reptoids.com. Because, yeah, you know, everybody on this is going to go. Um <sighs> 
I'll, I'll have it in the sources if you really want to check it out. Um, it's a so, really shitty name. Like I said, website. I've heard generally that, you know, the, the greys are considered like uh, extraterrestrial aliens. Yes. And that the reptilians are considered extra dimensional beings. Mm-hmm. Is that what this website believes or? Well, they're the ones that believe that they're related to dinosaurs and they're serpent gods. So who knows? Uh, that could be disputed. But Cthulhu. As, as again, what I was talking about, I don't know the dyna- the social structure and the class system, but the, what I gathered, of, of fakeness. And even from this <laughs> with them being a part of the experiments. So I initially thought it was greys that were doing the experiments. It was actually the reptilians doing the experiments, as we were seeing here. Damn. But it, but it also reinforces the relationship that I'd figured out through research was that the greys served the reptilians. And so we don't know the exact class system there, but I think it may be because the greys are the extraterrestrials and they fear the extra dimensional. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and, but if you this really... Is, the last part is fucked up, though. Yeah, if you really dig deeper... Uh, into this about the reptilians either they're extra dimensional either they're tied to dinosaurs but they are intellectually stronger than the greys because the greys and then there's the tall whites which is another uh different uh species of alien they're more peaceful and non-violent unless of course you shoot one kill two of their buddies and then they'll throw blue plasma from their chest at you apparently allegedly we don't know phil took that to his grave uh, R.I.P. So, here's how we wrap this one up. No one is exactly sure how it started, but we do know through Thomas's account that it involved base security forces armed with beam weapons known as flash guns. So this is a whole other level that Phil didn't see because if you remember, Phil got knocked out after that Green Beret saved his life. So he doesn't remember much after that. So maybe he didn't see the flash guns, machine gun toting U.S. military personnel or Green Berets and the gray alien species that were playing both sides against each other. So in reality, I lied the whole time, Tyler, to preserve the story. The greys were serving the reptilians and the humans because they wanted them to fight each other so they and could kill escape. each other off because they want the earth for something. They want the earth for themselves to impregnate earth women. I don't I guess. know. I guess. When the smoke cleared, 68 humans had been killed, 22 were completely vaporized as Phil. How do you keep track of that? <laughs> and 19 escaped via the tunnels. Seven were recaptured and 12 remain in hiding to this day. Out of that 19. Yes. Damn. So that <laughs> is the story of Dulce Bates. Uh, I said I'd give my theories on this stuff. So I kind of did. So my theory had always been that the Greys... If this, if we're playing thought experiments, if we're playing devil's advocate, mm-hmm. the greys exist. They come here. They come to Earth. The government knows about it. Majestic 12 gets formed. They say, look, we'll give you an underground base. You can stay with us. We can work together. We're not necessarily saying we're We gonna, can work it out. I'm not saying what John Lear said and being like, hey, man, you can anal probe John, whoever you want. Just give John me the- Learjet. <laughs> give Stick whatever you want up their ass. Just give me fucking cool weapons. Give me the flash guns. Give me the beams. I want the flash guns. So they make the base and everything. But the Greys say, great. But uh, you do got, we know about your leaders. What do you mean? We know about the reptilians. 
So they're saying, you need to have your reptilians work with us. That's the only way this agreement's going to go down. All right? So then they go, we build Dulce Base, we have this stuff. But secretly, the Greys will say, we will serve you because we've heard stories about you. We know <laughs> about you. You you cross dimensions, you cross planets, you cross, cross time and space itself, motherfucker. man. Right. Because guess what? We have extra dimensional technology. We saw what you guys could do. And for some fucking reason, we have to come to Earth. But Where's that's the not movie? the point. This is me pitching you a movie. Oh, is, okay, cool. This the Dulce Wars. Because I got... Uh, here's something to tell the audience. From doing the extensive research of Majestic 12 and Dulce Base, I am currently writing a fiction book called Probed <laughs> about this, and this is my soft pitch of the, the, the it, backstory. It is erotica, yes, by the way. Yes, a lot of gray reptilian human tourism. Oh, boy. But so anyway, the Greys say, yeah, we'll work with you. you. You're our boss. You're the smart, unbelievable beings. We know about you, King Zoltron. Or did I say Zoltar? I don't know. Whatever. King Zoltron. Z- Zoltron, Zoltar. It's, it's, you know, yeah. And Zoltar. then the great reptilians say, okay, fine. Uh, go run some experience. We want to say, take some of their animals and see if we can incubate them. Take some, mix all three of our DNAs and make these super all-powerful beings, right? Mm-hmm. So then the Greys are like, cool, man. We'll fucking do that. Yeah. So then they go. But- they leave the gas mask. So then the suspicion starts from Gabe Valdez. <laughs> this is this is just turning into me pitching a conspiracy theory. Okay. So they leave the mask behind to start the speculation. But nobody wants to believe Gabe Valdez because people are like, man, coyotes just fucking kill cows. Animals kill each other. It happens. It could be whatever animal attack you want it to be. But they don't know what's really going on. Right. But, by the way, I forgot to mention, it wasn't just gas masks. It was uh, like GPS tracker shit. So maybe... This is what they do. So that starts spe- put in speculation. Then you enter Phil Snyder. You get in Benowitz. Enter you get dragon. in John Lear. See, the Greys, they're smart. They're checking up on these ufology people. And they're like, oh, shit, they're catching on in the Majestic Wait, they're 12. They're smart, and they're checking up on these crazy nutbags. <laughs> right. But Wasn't they, I just saying earlier? But yeah. in, this wor- in this reality, Majestic 12 exists. So then they say, hey, these guys know about Majestic 12. They fucking could find Don't out about us. Don't give away the twist at the end of your new book. <laughs> so then they say, okay, let's get them involved. Because these kooks are going to shoot somebody, and it's going to cause something. So Kooky. then, that's how the Greys set up the whole Dulce War, is they say, hey, Benowitz, Snyder, Valdez, Lear, come, this is where we're at. This is where we're, come find us. They do, that sets off the war, all this stuff happens, and that's how they get away from the, the grasp of the reptilians. Boom. I don't know how I make a book out of that, Boom. but I do. I feel like that would be a good book. Boom. Should I sell it as non... You know what? Scratch the part where I say fiction. I'm gonna too s- late. I'm going to sell it to crazy people. <laughs> oh my God, can you believe this? Dude, we should start listening to Tinfoil Radio on a regular basis. This blows the lid off of this. This blows the lid off of something. Yeah. So that's my uh, pitch for Can't my ass. book, Probed. <laughs> Damn. There's also an element where one of the, the Lear hypothesis is also true. Uh, so maybe I'd have to change the the uh, narrative there with the Greys. Maybe that's why. But you know, we could go off Thomas and say there's human beings in incubators and mind transfer and body mind transfer. transfer. So it would be a Cronenberg film because yeah. there's lots of body horror. That's not really what I believe. I made the joke. That that's what I believe. It really was just me pitching you on this book to see if you would read pitching it. Woo. So. Hey, at the very least, I can say this about Majestic 12 and Dulce Base. They have inspired me to write this fucking batshit book. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Look, uh, you know, we've talked about aliens a lot this summer. Well, not a lot, but... Um, These last two weeks a lot. Last couple weeks, yeah. And um, about, you know, from Weird Summer. And 
and I think we've kind of made it known that I, I, the, I, I, I love the idea that that could be real, that there are actually extraterrestrials. Yeah. But again, if there are, honestly, we're so fucking dumb. They're not coming here. And if they are abducting us, they're taking us back to their plan to be like, fight each other. <laughs> Watch this shit. Like dumb a, fuckers. Like Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And why would you travel that far when you right. probably got, you know. And, and that, it goes back to what I was saying. But then extra dimensions, multi, multi, yeah. the multiverse. Yeah. That there's other dimensions. You know, you've heard that every single. Uh, yeah, we covered multiverse. <clears throat> every single decision you make. Yeah, and the bubble universe or whatever, you know, whatever theory you want. Splits off the timeline. Like in, in the, in, I'm just saying in you, another timeline. I, I didn't do this with my hands. What I just pitched to you could make a really fun book. I would love to believe some of this stuff is real, but I also again I think I'm a underground thinker, and it's hard for me without some sort of evidence. Yeah, which is why I'm not really I religious. Think, I think there are underground bases. Yeah. I think those do exist yeah. because of the Cold War yeah. stuff. Uh, now, in terms of greys and reptilians living there, I don't necessarily believe that. Uh, as I said last week, I do believe in aliens. But I don't think we've come into contact with them just because the universe is so big. Yeah. And even if we do come into contact with each other, you and I will be long dead. Anybody listening to this probably will be long dead way in the future. And who knows if we'll even make it to that because, wow. This, right? year, this year, I swear, if there's ever been proof of America trying to just kill itself, it is this year for sure. But Boy, that's you. why we made the last two months we've done Weird Summer. And I got to tell you, it's some of the most fun I've had doing the show, talking about this wacky stuff. And I hope you guys will stay with us. We're not going to do this crazy stuff as we usually do. We're going to go back into uh, some political stuff. We didn't stuff. even make it 300 years, man. Yeah, it happens. We're going to do some political stuff. We're going to do some uh, you know, uh, normal stuff that we do. Um, and by political, I mean there will be politics to it. We're not going to intentionally just make everything... Political. No. You already know we're dirty commies. Yeah. We're dirty, angry socialists mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. love weird Marxism. That, weird that what's being called socialism ex is exactly what all Americans like enjoyed the fruits of in <laughs> the leave, 50s. You leave, yeah, well, FDR was a horrible up. president. No, I'm saying. No, oh, I'm, you're being, I'm making, gotcha. Yeah, I'm being facetious. All right, so uh, I brought it back last week. I got it here this week again. Get ready, everybody. It's time for your moment of Glenn. Tyler, are you ready? I am. Here we go. When you when you have never been told that when you when you have never been told that there is something great about this country that we all rise to the highest level. When we are in trouble, we all answer the call. If you've never been taught that, if you've never been asked to do that, it's always about you, 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 and like, what you like want. Like you, Glenn? Baby cry rooms and everything else. Baby cry rooms. What do you think they're going to do? Okay. Help? No, they're not going to help. They're going to lecture. They're going to protest. Gonna and they'll lecture. point the finger, but they're not going to help. And why, why are they going out? Because they've never been told they couldn't do... They, He's talking about them going to bars. They couldn't do anything. They've never been told about uh, shared sacrifice... Unless it's a Marxist telling them that. And the Marxists aren't telling them that because the Marxists are now trying it to bring everybody together in chaos. What? And what is all of this doing? Creating more chaos and more division. And what are we or, doing? Or could be not wearing We're a mask, you dipshit. at home because of a virus that I'm sorry 
These things have happened since man was on the earth. Well, it's been happening okay. through men. It's been happening through the animal well, wait, kingdom. Wait, Glenn, and you it's believe in that bullshit that it's only again. like 6,000 years and old yes, or some shit? yes, we should do everything we can. <laughs> oh, my God. But we should not He's the last Thursdayism guy. The Western way of life Shut the this. fuck up. Western way we of life. We shouldn't tube it. We should be protecting the most vulnerable. Who the fuck cares the about Western civilization? I'm so sick of that to fucking argument. This, to get this, have uh, compromised immune systems, are elderly, etc., etc. But the youth, they're out in the bars. Why? Because they don't care if they ha! get sick because they're ha! most likely not going to die. So why are we quarantining everyone when we should be quarantining just the people who are the most likely to get sick? I'll tell you why. We're not opening schools because look at the demands of the school um, uh, unions. Oh, my God. The teachers Shut unions. your fucking hole. They're asking for <laughs> teachers are goddamn superheroes. They're asking to teach Black Lives Matter nonsense. They can't help it. They himself. are on a Marxist rampage. And the longer we don't return to who we are, the less likely it will be Old that man we'll yells even recognize what reality is when we do come back. If if we come back. All right. All right. So, uh, and I know some of you are probably like, man, I just want to hear about fucking aliens. I'm sorry, but it's a moment of Glenn. We can't not do the same. We're not just ending the show on this, by the way. No, we no. Special. We got a lot more. We got some fun. Special plugging stuff that we're going to end the show with. But here's, here's, here's what I'm taking away from but this. But now i got to follow Glenn Beck. This is my problem with the idea of conservatism. And this is why Glenn Beck and guys like him are relics. Because conservatism in and of itself, to me, is a silly concept. Well, it's, it's against it's, change. It's against change. It's literally, I want to conserve what America is. And by doing that, you don't allow a country to grow. And I got... I got news for you, Glenn. Human beings grow and evolve what, and adapt and change made, every fucking day. What made day. America great? Innovation, back in the day. Innovation, which is the very opposite of conservatism, you fucking moron. No, but the best part about this is God he goes damn, on this dude. diatribe blaming Gen Zers and blaming millennials for going out to bars and going out to the places that are reopening and you know, blaming them a couple for the of problems. months ago, he was bitching about not being able to go out to yeah. bars. So but these are also the people that are saying to people like you, Glenn, you boomer bitch. They're saying, "Stop and wear a mask if you go to the supermarket." And I understand. Look, I I understand, Glenn. I get what you're saying. I don't think people should be going out and socializing like they are at bars. I totally get where you're coming oh, from yeah. there. It's but irritating. your approach is so fucking asinine and is ridiculous. You're saying because they've never been told no and they've never been told about sacrifice, they can't they can't uh, do this and save people. Your fucking party denounces science every goddamn day. You back a demon sperm doctor. You back anti-mass rhetoric, which, by the way, killed fucking Herman Cain, you stupid bitch. So don't tell me and don't preach to me about sacrifice and taking care my fellow man when you can't fucking put a mask over your face and by the way he went on this big diatribe about how serious covid is he said his family got it in a separate segment he did and you know what he said he's my son said it was just like a really bad cold and if that's the case i want it give it to me now and he's like hey pat i'd give you fi uh, for five hundred dollars come over and hug my kids and get covid so is it a fucking joke or is it serious Oh, I know. It's Whatever either makes the most money. Because you have no integrity and you're a stupid Tiggerty. piece of shit. Integrity.
And that was your moment of Glenn. Fuck those guys. Also, I love how that's just me yelling at right, uh, yelling at Glenn Beck for an extended period of time. That's all. No, that well, I, honestly, I didn't really feel the need to step in because you really had it handled real good. Oh, that I had had that segment for a few days. And you, you know, you know, I mean, dude, it doesn't take me much to start yelling at somebody. And and, what's, and I'm sorry to keep what's bringing up. I'm sorry. What's I, particularly. I, no, you're you're right. I don't want to keep bringing up Herman Cain's death. And I don't want to think I'm, I'm mocking or minimizing his death, but I'm saying, will you people start fucking taking it serious now? No. No, they won't. No, they won't. And you got fucking- I was just at Casey's where a fucking bunch of dudes were standing right behind yeah, me, already, and I'm like, we, fucking we, we, ass. We've already shared yeah. this story. We don't need to go into it. We but need but to, it happens, we end, it happens a lot more yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. We got in the show. And by the way, you also have idiots like Louis Gomer who say, I got COVID because I wore a mask. Stop! Stop making science objectable like that. Oh my god! Because that is why we have almost one hundred and fifty thousand deaths. They want the populace stupid. That is why grandma died. That is why you can't go and see grandma at a funeral because of idiots like that. That you is can't why. Even go to their funeral, asshole. Anyway, that's it. No more. That's your moment of Glenn. Now, Tyler. We will wrap this show up on a high note. Yeah. You have some news. You shared it last week. I teased it. Some news. What's going on? Why? What's the big deal? It's well, Friday, January 31st. It's the end of Weird Summer. Yeah. Well, Bump. if you are on Facebook, uh, go look up The Amazing T-Bird with a dash between T and B, uh, and you will find me uh, and my page, my page for my album that over the last couple months, Jake has had uh, immense uh, patience and graciousness to allow me to literally just fucking take over his laptop because he's got GarageBand and, uh, and just... You know, hey, do you mind if I use my your computer while you're uh, playing video games? Oh yeah, sure, that's fine. Um, so thank you very much. Um, he's also helped me because I'm I'm as close to a boomer as a Gen Xer can get in terms of technology. So literally, it's like, hey Jake, how do I get something on Facebook and make it stay? Like I'm that dumb. So thank you for that. I do want to give a big shout out to you. Uh, but because of your help, I am able to finally realize a dream I've had since I was fucking 17 years old. And I'm finally going to release actual, recorded, produced song. It's exciting. Uh, but the album itself is not coming out until uh, August 14th. Yeah, a couple right? weeks. But for a treat for you and sitting through me, ex- just yell my fucking head off about Glenn Beck. And, and again, go to the Facebook page and you'll get all the updates yes, and you yes. can pre-order and merch and all that stuff. Yes. But yes, yes. Uh, but right here, if you st- you know you listen to the end of the show... We have a treat for you. We are going to play the song in its entirety. And it's called Indiana Jones Ain't Got Shit on Me. Yeah. So, for another week, thank you for listening. Again, if you don't, let, I would love to hear your feedback. If you don't want to hear Moment of Glenn anymore on the podcast itself, that's fine. Do, yeah, we can do like a separate. We'll, we'll, rec- you know. we'll put it on Tinfoil TV. Buy my record! <laughs> by yeah, yeah. itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> We had to do the Dr. Demon Sperm stuff. So thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening to the Dulce Bass section. And please listen to this song because I can attest to you, Tyler put amazing, hard blood, sweat, and tears into this project. It's very important to him. And it's very important to me because I want my friend to succeed. And I and and, uh, and it's the first album off of the Tinfoil Records label, <laughs> which we're also announcing. I guess. I didn't know we were actually going to do well, that. Well, we're going to have Tinfoil Press when our books come out. Tinfoil Press. Oh, yeah, when we release Pro. We're starting. We're starting. And uh, Homeless tin, Antibody. Yeah. yeah, the Tinfoil Empire. Mm-hmm. Right here. Yeah, the Tinfoil Empire. So, anyway, empire. without further ado.
normally I would say if you're listening to this, we're already dead. Mm-hmm. But I'll just say, I'll end it this way. Don't forget to scream.